Today's episode, we are calling Two Truths and a Lie, and I'll get into that uh, in just a moment here. Uh, it'll be a recurring segment probably throughout the summer, spring and summer before the season starts. Um, but before that, there's some news, just a couple of news items that I wanted to touch on. Um, not too much going on, obviously, in, this, in the spring and summer. We're kind of gearing up for the draft, which is in a couple of weeks, but... Some news, Jordan Howard was traded to the Eagles. I feel like that's a pretty big deal. Um, I have a little bit more on that here momentarily. Um, so maybe we can hold off and then just jump in uh, about Jordan Howard in a moment here. Um, what else? Jordy Nelson retired. Sure. Uh, Marlon Mack believed to be bell cow running back, according to Colts. I have a lot of like questions about Marlon Mack. I don't know what to think about him. I have a lot of questions about the term bell cow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was interesting. Another interesting thing coming out of 49ers uh, camp. I mean, it's not camp yet, but you know what I mean. Tevin Coleman could be their short yardage back. Short yardage back. That should be pretty interesting. If he's going to get goal line touches and his value continues to increase. Um, Odell... Presents himself to Browns OTAs. Russell Wilson is looking to get a contract extension here. Philip Lindsay, no timetable t- on his recovery. So, just a couple of news items. Did you want to say anything about any of those? Nothing huge except Jordan Howard, which we're going to jump into in a little bit. But anything you wanted to touch on on those items? Uh, not really. Uh, I know Jordy Nelson did say that he's continuing. I mean, he's considering coming out of retirement if he got a phone call from the Packers. I saw that. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they'll sign him for a day so he can retire as a Packer. Who knows? Oh, okay, um, that's true. But besides that, yeah, I'm interested to hear what you have to say about uh, Jordan Howard. Okay, so um, we'll jump into our, our main segment of the podcast this this week. And it's going to be true, Two Truths in a Lie, NFC East edition. So... What uh, the concept is, I'm going to go through the four teams in this division, and and we'll do this for all divisions. And I'm going to give you two truths and a lie about the 2019 season, 2019-2020 season. And Corey, you will have to, obviously these are like predictions or projections, so none of these are actually truths or a lie. But I want you to pick which one you think is, two you think are most you know you see most likely happening and one that you're like no there's no way Um, i'll give my my takes as well but i you haven't seen any of this or heard any of it so i'm just kind of throwing it at you now so this is like raw like yeah this is real it's it's raw like yeah (laughs) cutting that part out Uh, I don't, right, go on. I don't even know what to try to say. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's jump in. The first team in the NFC East that we'll be talking about are the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, so these are the three things. You pick your two truths and which one's a lie. Amari Cooper. Okay. I'm going to give you a stat line: 104 catches, 
1,297 yards and 15 touchdowns. Now, you're thinking, where am I pulling this from? That was Antonio Brown last year. That that were Those were his stats. He ended up as the number five wide receiver um, in the league PPR scoring. So basically, I'm saying, do you think Amari has a chance to be top five with those numbers? Number two, Jason Witten coming out of retirement. He finished 2017 his last season as the number 10 tight end in PPR scoring. Any chance he replicates that this year? Uh, we talked about tight ends and how it's kind of a weird year. We don't really know like that bottom half of the top 10, what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number three, Ezekiel Elliott, 80 catches this year. So you're probably thinking that's crazy. He had 32 his first year, rookie year. 26 the second year, but then he had 77 last year. I saw that number and I was shocked. Um, really surprised by that because he, before last year, he was we were coming into the season with people kind of thinking, is he going to really be like a top tier guy if he doesn't catch the ball? And sure enough, 77 catches is a pretty big number for him. So those are the three. Uh, items from the Dallas Cowboys. Pick your two truths and a lie, and, and maybe give us some input on one of those or two of those. Oh gosh. Yeah. All right. Well, the easy the easy truth for me would be that uh, Zeke can get eighty catches. Okay. Um, out of those, because yeah, like you said, seventy seven last year, and it did it did take a jump. I mean, yeah, thirty two to twenty six. Yeah. Yeah, that a huge jump to seventy seven. But I, I think in my mind, it just showed that he can do it. So he is capable. He is a very capable receiving back. Mm-hmm. So if that's how they want to use them, like, you know, Christian McCaffrey had a ton of catches as well last year. So running backs can do it uh, in the way the game is played today. It's, it's one of the most essential parts, I feel like. So I think he can definitely do that. So that's one of my truths. Okay. The, dude, the other two are, like, really tough. I think the, the lie is going to be Amari Cooper. I don't. You don't think you can get that high? Okay. No. The, say, can you say the yardage again? Basically 1,300 yards. Okay. The most yards he's ever had was 1,153. Mm-hmm. Um, and the most amount of touchdowns he's had was seven. Yeah, I mean, it's So crazy. you're almost doubling the touchdowns. Right. You're mm-hmm. you're adding on, you know, 200 more yards. Maybe the yardage he can do since he's fully immersed in that system now. Yeah. But I just don't see the touchdowns coming. Uh, Even the catches, is He has never done it. Yeah, that, I mean, that's what, you know, I'm trying to make them difficult. I don't want it to be super easy. Yeah, that's, that is tough, <laughs> yeah. And the Jason Witten one's even harder, too. I mean, are they going to actually use a guy that, like, came out of retirement? Maybe his body's fresh, who knows? But that's another one that you could, I could see happening. Mm-hmm. I'm not confident in that, <laughs> but I could see it. Uh, they needed it, uh, clearly, from last year. Yeah. So there was definitely a piece missing. So if he's able to come in healthy and not be an old man, then, yeah, I could I could see that one happening as well. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm. I think I'm going to agree with you. The Witten one is really tough for me. I, it's crazy to see him come out of retirement and then just jump right back in. But right. the two things that kind of help a little bit, uh, both Zeke and Jason Witten, and they kind of that's the other problem is they kind of take away from each other. You know those short right. passes that went to Zeke last year. Um, you know, Witten's gonna steal some of those, but someone like somebody like Ugh, Cole Beasley is gone now, who was always like in that slot, taking those short dump offs or screen passes. Those types of passes will go to both of those guys, Witten and Zeke now. Um, 
Amari is a talent, and I think coming into the NFL, people thought that these numbers were possible. I don't think it's like out of the realm of possibility that at some point in his career he does that. I just don't know if with Dak and with Zeke commanding so much uh, attention that the right. volume is even there. Um, so I, I'm going to agree with you there. It's really tough to think that Witten's going to be in the top 10, but some of the names that we mentioned last week or last episode about guys that were in the top 10 were just guys that you never would have thought of. Right. Exactly. So, and Witten's yeah. has been in the top 10 for most of, you know, a lot of his career. So I, it's not out of the question. So I would agree with you there. Okay, yeah. cool. We agree on that. Um, let's move towards the uh, Northeast New York Giants. That's the next team on the docket here. So my three players that I want to focus on are pretty much the only three good players on that team. <laughs> yeah. Saquon Barkley, do we think is the truth? Is it a truth? Is it true? A thousand rushing, a thousand plus, because he's obviously he's probably going to get a thousand. A thousand rushing and a thousand receiving. Whoa. Oh. Crazy. Um, Evan Ingram. A thousand receiving yards. So only three guys did that last year, which are the top three consensus, top three tight ends. Um, Ertz, uh, Kittle, and Kelsey. Um, Ingram, his first year, 722. Last year, 577. Um, and he's dealt with injuries, so that's a thing. Um, and then uh, last one, Sterling Shepard. I mean, he's really the only other guy. I mean, I don't know who else... Is going to be in that offense now that Odell's gone. These are the three main guys. Does he finish yeah. as a top 24 wide receiver to basically in a 12-team league? Does he finish as a top right. 24 wide receiver? His best year was that first year where he finished at exactly number 30. Um, right. So, Corey, go for it. I'm going to I'm gonna put you on the I'm kind of put you on set kind of giving you here we go giving you like no time to think about this but yeah so we're going Saquon's the truth I think he can do it he had like 721 receiving yards last mm-hmm. year um well over a thousand rushing yards so I could definitely see that happening yeah. um I could see I don't know if Evan Ingram will stay healthy enough to get a thousand receiving yards. So I will say that Sterling Shepard could be a top 24 wide receiver. Okay. Uh, Like last year you had, I mean, Cooper cup, Alshon Jeffrey, Allen Robinson, Corey Davis, Julian Edelman, and Doug Baldwin. That's going like from 19 to 24. So I think he could fall within that group. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that's gonna, those are gonna be my truths, and the lie is gonna be Evan Ingram, unfortunately. But hmm. I don't know if he can stay healthy enough to get that. We agree again. This is I, I kind of want to disagree, Dude. but I, I'm gonna agree with you there. It's it's funny when certain things happen in the NFL. Um, like let's use this example: uh, Odell leaves, and there's and so there's one side of the argument is, oh well, Sterling's gonna get you know, a bunch of targets now, now that Odell's gone. But the other side of the argument is, well, now he's going to be, you know, he's going to see their number one cornerback, other teams, number one cornerback, maybe some double teams. So it's always like whichever side you want to kind of work to your advantage, you can use that in these types of situations. Same with like Odell now in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. Oh, Odell's in Cleveland now. It's going to open up 
you know, Jarvis Landry for more targets versus, oh, no, there's going to take away targets. So you can yeah. use either argument. Um, but I'm going to agree. And, you know, Ingram, it's it's only a two-year sample size, but the injuries definitely affected him last year. Um, and I think he, I think he kind of dealt with nagging injuries. I mean, who doesn't, I guess, in the NFL right. that first year. But 1,000 yards for a tight end is still a lot. And if we think that Saquon's going to get 1,000 receiving yards, um, which, again, are lofty numbers, and yeah. Sterling is going to be a, a wide receiver too, then I, I don't know that there's enough to go around for Ingram to to get 1,000 yards. Yeah. I think he's still going to be good. The, and he, mean, he's, he's my – I think right now he's probably my breakout guy for the tight end position mm-hmm. to kind of crack that top five. But yeah. I don't know. A thousand's a lot for the tight end position. It is a lot. It is a lot. And uh, he might. You could always flip the coin again and say that, you know, Eli Manning just doesn't seem to be throwing it as far anymore. There you um, go. There's so many check downs. I mean, Saquon had 91 receptions last year. Unreal. So. Unreal. Yeah. I know Christian McCaffrey had like 107, but still, like Eli Manning, like you watch a Giants game, you just felt like it was just like check down after check down, mm-hmm. like just throwing behind the line of scrimmage every single time it felt like. So, you know, maybe Ingram does. I mean, this is why fantasy football is so fluid because you can like you take any argument and kind of twist it and morph it into something else. So, um, it almost makes you lean the other way, thinking that maybe he'll just throw shorter passes, and then Evan Ingram gets a bulk of that, and he's not going to throw as much to uh, Shepard. So hmm. I don't know, man. It's a, it's a toss up. It really is. That's why fantasy football is fun. Yeah. It's just so unknown. Yeah, I, I would agree with you that. Um, oops, hold on, sorry about that. Something just happened. That Saquon is like the one that. I mean, it's still hard to get a thousand, a thousand, but he's the most sure of, out of the other out of these three. But the other two are just kind of probably going to take away from each other. So, okay, interesting that we agree there. I thought we might disagree. Let's move on to the next team, the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, Here are your three choices. Number one, Jordan Howard, now on the Eagles. Top 12 running back, an RB1, basically. So... Just to kind of give you context, he uh, last two years ended 14th in 2017 and 20th last year. I actually was surprised he was 20. That, that's pretty high. I thought he had a pretty right. bad year, but he finished 20th last year. Um, and I'm you know projecting possibly top 12. Okay, second mm-hmm. Alshon, Alshon Jeffrey, similar to what I said about the Giants. And Ingram, 1,000 receiving yards. So these are his last few years, 843, 789, 821, 807. But then before that, 1133 and 1421, which is crazy. Wow. Um, and then the last one, I mean, this, I don't know. I couldn't think of anything more in depth besides Carson Wentz. Does he start all 16 games? And if he does... I mean that that's okay. So that that's I'm ending it right there. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. Um, my yeah. what I'm uh-huh. trying to say is, if he does play all 16 games, you know he's got potential to be a, you know a top seven guy. But but injury wise, that's gonna that's been his issue here recently. So yeah. those are your three options. All right, easy enough. Uh, I will. Yeah, my lie there is going to be Jordan Howard finishing at top 12. Okay. 
Is that you said twelve? Right? Yeah, yeah. An RB one in yeah. a twelve team league. Yeah, yeah. I just think that there's so much more talent ahead of him. Uh, I do like Jordan Howard a lot. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, yeah. With let me just run down real quick: Saquon, Zeke, Christian McCaffrey, Kamara, Gurley, Connor, Melvin Gordon, David Johnson, Joe Mixon, Le'Veon Bell, Dalvin Cook. That's eleven right there. Wow. And then you still have Nick Chubb, Leonard Fournette, Sony Michelle, Marlon Mack, Aaron Jones. So I think could be an RB one. Um, I mean, there's just so many guys down there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be borderline. I think there's a chance he does it, but I think he's going to be kicked more down into maybe like 15 ish area. Okay. Uh, between like 15 and 20, I think is where he's going to land. So, and let's stay here for a second before you move on. Cause this trade was, I mean, that's probably the biggest news we've heard. Um, uh, well, I mean the Le'Veon move and all that too, but Biggest trade yeah. or biggest move we've heard in a couple of weeks here. Do you, I mean, he ended 20th last year. You're saying he's going to end yeah. in the 15 to 20. So are you saying yeah. you don't really see much of a difference, much of a change in his value? I don't, I don't because I see a similarity between how the Eagles typically run their running backs, which is like, who's going to start this week almost. Mm-hmm. Um, it's usually a committee, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, which is what they're using with the Bears. So let me with Tariq Cohen. Just he kind of blew up. The thing with the Eagles is they really don't have a Tariq Cohen like guy. So um, yeah. you could see Jordan Howard taking much more of a a workload. Ajay obviously couldn't handle a workload there. Like who else do they have? Wendell Smallwood, like Corey Clement, um, Corey Clement. Um, but none of those. Guys so now, really now I'm talking myself into him being higher than <laughs> what I said. <laughs> this is how it works. Like now, so you could see him being that high, I guess, with his talent and really having no competition around unless they draft a running back. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you know. What's your take on that one? I mean, I guess I never thought of them drafting a running back. They only spent like a fourth rounder, like not something huge. They didn't spend a lot of draft capital for him, so they're yeah. not. You you can go you can say they're not like heavily invested in him, but obviously right. it's still a big move. They they really needed a running back last year. Like when Ajayi went, um, went down, they were kind of rotating all those guys. You said and Corey Clement kind of kind of had a couple weeks here and there, and he he kind of stood out. I think he would be the guy that would share carries with Jordan Howard, but Wendell Small was there, and um, I think Darren Sproles is officially retiring or he's like considering it. Yeah. So. Not that that's a thing. There's no, there's no like Tariq Cohen level talent. No, no, I don't think like, so. I don't think on the Eagles. Right? Yeah. Um. So. So yeah, and I remember watching a game, a Jordan Howard play when he was on the Bears. This was a few years, a couple years ago. Uh, it was against the Vikings, and at that point, they were like the number one defense, and he just he torched them. Yeah. Like, and I was like, oh, this this guy's the real he deal. He has, yeah. So he has it some... may be. Last year was you know, so you weird. See it. There's so much competition, but like he, he could pop up there. Yeah. Um, you you mentioned like you rattled off eleven names, twelve names of running uh-huh. backs. It's funny the twelve that you mentioned, like I think those are set in stone. Yeah, like that's a tier. So that I mean, there's like tiers yeah. within those, but I think that's a tier. And after that, Nick Chubb, um, you know, right right after Nick Chubb, around ten, eleven, twelve, that there's like a yeah. drop off there from like Fournette, Sony yeah. Michelle. Uh, Aaron Jones. That's where that's where he could kind of peak up there and go. And Damian Williams is still there. Yeah, like, I, don't yeah, know how I, I guess him, that's true. He could definitely he could definitely go up there to 
to just outside 12, 13, if not 12, if not 11 and 10. Right. Um, who knows what James Connors ranked six here? Like, who knows if he's going to stay in the top 10 mm-hmm. um, with his, I mean, with the year he had last year, Le'Veon Bell is ranked 10. Who knows? So, yeah, uh, he could be a huge, huge value depending on where people are drafting him now. Yeah. So that's your line. So you're, you're, you could see not a breakout, but kind of a bounce back for Alshon. And then you, you're believing that. Yeah. Okay. So I just, I changed my answer. I talked myself into Howard going up. And then, so my, my lie is going to be the issue with Alshon Jeffrey and Carson once are both injury prone. I feel like, um, I, one of them is going to be injured. I'm going to lean more towards (laughs) Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah. I mean, you would think Carson had kind of a freak injury and had tough time getting back. Um, yeah, but he's young and he's a QB, not, nearly as mobile or ne- not needed right. to be as mobile as obviously a wide receiver, even though Carson Wentz yep. could rush a bit, but yeah, I guess there's in the, at least in the past couple of years, yeah, it looks like injuries have messed with both of those guys. You know, Alshon had several, or I should say a couple of years where he did play all 16 games, but it seems like he's that guy that he's always questionable every week, you know, and yeah. then he put, pl- yeah. but he plays. Uh, it, yeah. At least that's just kind of like from my recollection the last few years, but but yeah, it, mm-hmm. he he's only he's had three years where he's played all sixteen, and four yeah. where he hasn't. So more than half Which the time he's gonna yeah. miss games. Um, if you're projecting that way, um, right. and obviously in, in order to get that type of yardage, you gotta play, you gotta get yeah. near that sixteen game. Okay, so your tr- your truths. Or Howard and Wentz, if you had to choose, those would be you too. Yes. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to agree with you, and I'm mad that you changed. <laughs> I think the Wentz one, I, I should have thought maybe more in depth of something better for Wentz, but I'm going to just go with it and assume he plays all 16. And if he does, I think he mm-hmm. can be a top five guy. Um, I guess oh. I just kind of put that little tidbit on there just to kind of add a little bit more. But he ended as a top five guy that that first year so the talent is there that's true and now uh, with hopefully a decent running game he can do it um yeah but yeah i i was a jordan howard guy last year i said he was an rb1 last year going into last year and i was obviously wrong i don't know what happened yeah. i don't know i mean Tariq cohen happened that's really it, I think. yeah i mean i i guess i i knew Tariq was going to be there and i knew he was going to have a good year i thought they could almost replicate uh, Kamara Ingram kind of year where both of them were kind of right. in the top 15. Um, you know, Kamara Ingram, they were like both like what top five or whatever a couple years ago, yeah. but but you know, I was way wrong on that. Um, he still ended 20th, yeah. I mean, so so it's still RB2. I mean, Cohen got 71 receptions, 725 receiving yards. It's so crazy. he ate up a lot of yards yeah. there on the receiving end. Though. I mean, that's yeah. double, double his receiving yards from. 2017. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, they, they obviously yeah. made it a priority to use him. And it, it worked. Yeah. I mean, the guy's electric, and obviously they had a solid year. Um, mm-hmm. I'm curious what they're going to do now, though. I mean, if you want to talk about Chicago for like two seconds, yeah. he's not a, a quote-unquote bell cow or new favorite word, is he? Like, he's not going to yeah. carry the ball, you know, a bunch no, of times. He does, he's not going to do that because he only rushed for – uh, he rushed a hundred times yeah, for forty four. So, four hundred forty four yards. So we we I assume we see something down there. 
Because I mean, who else was that? I who else was there? The, well, do you know what they? I mean, they got Mike Davis though. Oh, they did get Mike Davis. That was a sneaky little pickup. Yeah, you know, it'd be funny. Well, I if, think a lot of people forgot about that one. Yeah. yeah, Mike Davis is good. He was with the Seahawks. Yeah, he definitely showed flashes. Yeah, and they're confident they want him to fill in that Jordan Howard role. Which, which if that's the case, then he's not going to be that great. <laughs> so <laughs> he'll be a top twenty running back. You know, it would be interesting. It would be funny. Jay Ajayi. What if Jay Ajayi signs there, and then you just kind of switch Ajayi and Jordan Howard? Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. I could definitely see something like that happen. Yeah. But Tariq yeah. Cohen seems to be the guy that's going to see most of the, you know, touches, but more so obviously on the receiving end. Okay, that's yeah. interesting. I totally forgot about Mike Davis. I feel like that's sort of a big thing. Yeah. Um. Hmm, interesting. So we can talk about that one next. What do we think he's going to do for uh, th- that division? You know what? I have not Whatever even considered guy. that. I picked up – I traded for Mike Davis. Remember I traded I – t- I got wow. him from you last year. Yeah. And that was a bust because – He didn't then, do anything. Yeah, because well, then Chris Carson came back, and then Rashad Penny yeah, kind of showed yeah. flashes. But when Mike Davis yeah. when Mike Davis had the ball, the majority of the carries, yeah. like he was good. Yeah, he was. So that could definitely be, and I I like that Chicago offense. I think it's only going to get better. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. RB two for Mike Davis seems high. He averaged four point six yards a carry. Okay. Last year, on bad. a pretty bad line in Seattle. Um, yeah. It's probably going to be better here in Chicago. Um, I can't I can't say RB two. I don't think. I don't know. What do you think? Is he an RB two, RB three? If I'm if I'm drafting wide receiver heavy, I'd pick up a RB one, and I would I I, w- I could play Mike Davis as my RB. Really? Wow, that's. Bold. I don't know if he put up those numbers for mm-hmm. me, but I, I could play him that way. Yeah. I guess yeah, it depends on roster. I think, and you also have yeah, so I, you, I'd also worry about obviously Tariq Cohen, but that's what I'm uh, saying. Mike yeah. Davis can catch as well. Yeah, so that's, that's true. You know, you're right. Pick your poison. Interesting. I got to think about Mike Davis here. Okay, cool. So our last team, my squad, the Washington Redskins. Boo. Yeah, no, I know. This was tough. I couldn't even like think about three of them because this team is like so <laughs> bad. Think of any truth. <laughs> They're all lies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. A disclaimer. I think Corey, you can correct me if I'm wrong. We have jumped into a couple dynasty drafts here recently, but uh-huh. most of what me and Corey talk about on the podcast will be redraft related. Yes. Um, not dynasty related. We are really new. Right, unless we say otherwise, yes. it's going to be redraft. We are really new to the dynasty game. I'm kind of excited about it, but I'm still kind yeah. of figuring out all this dynasty stuff. So most right. of what we say, um, will be redraft related. So hopefully that doesn't yeah. throw everybody off yet. The reason I say that is I want to bring up Darius Geis and his ADP uh-huh. right now. In Dynasty, in Dynasty. Okay. <clears throat> overall, he's going 15th overall in Dynasty drafts right now. So my truth or lie is by the time draft season comes around in late August... Darius Geis will get so much hype that he will be a top 10 dynasty draft pick. Okay, that's my first truth or lie. Okay. Second one, Trey Quinn. So this is, I mean, this is kind of really inside, but Trey Quinn, they're really hyping him up as a slot receiver. Um, 
that's going to get tons and tons of targets out in Washington. He's getting a lot of fantasy yeah. buzz. Uh, top 30 wide receiver. It's kind of crazy. But if you follow the Redskins, which, again, this is really inside because it's my team, but Jamison Crowder in 2017, uh, sorry, 20, yeah, 2016-17 ended as the number 30 wide receiver in this exact role that Trey Quinn is going to facilitate. Um, Crowder has had success. He just really dealt with a lot of injuries the last couple of years. So, yeah. Um, with the way that this offense is run, the ball goes to Jordan Reed, which he's really starting to fall off, or that slot receiver, which they're really um, pushing Trey Quinn. Okay, and then my third truth or lie is Case Keenum starts the most games at quarterback this year. Now, there's a lot of talk about guys like Josh Rosen being somebody that the Redskins will trade for, and I'm really hoping that happens. Uh, there's a lot of talk of them drafting a guy like maybe Dwayne Haskins or um, Drew Locke or Daniel Jones in the first round. Um, Colt McCoy got hurt, but he's still there, and obviously Alex Smith is done for the year. But they did make a little move for Case Keenum, um, and right now he's projected as the starter. But there's so much talk about other names being floated around that I don't know that he's going to finish the year as a starter. So again, those are my two truths or three truths or lies. Again, this one this one took me a little bit to find anything that was relevant. But Corey, go for it. Yeah, I mean, I could see. Uh... I could definitely – well, that's tough. I don't think Darius Geis is going to make it that high just because of the guys I'm seeing go before him. I think uh, definitely second round is, is where he's going. Yeah. So, you know, early second round, like you said, 15 overall, it's where – is that the average? That's the average. Yeah, um, that's his ADP I, right now in Dynasty. Yeah. Yeah, I think he fell much lower in the Dynasty League. I just did. I was just trying to pull up the draft, but I can't seem to find the actual draft. But um, – I think he's going to stay. I don't think he's going to hop into the top 10. So that's going to be the lie. And the other, I agree with the other ones. Barring they draft a QB, the Redskins, I could see Case Keenum starting mm-hmm. uh, most of the year, if not the whole year, unless he starts, you know, bombing. But he has talent. Like, he, he that's undeniable. He just has to hone in. I don't know what goes on with him when he starts sucking, but um, I could see that one. And then the Trey Quinn one, I like him a lot. Okay, good. Um, yeah. So, uh, and what can you repeat what you said about him? Yeah. I mean, sorry, let me. Uh, I meant Darius guys going top fifteen in just running backs. I apologize, not overall. Oh, and just run. Oh, for yeah, one hundred. No, sorry, yeah, sorry, way, sorry, yeah. sorry. I was yes, way off. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. He's going. Oh, then yes, then that's my truth. Okay, though. yeah, for okay, sure. Okay, good. I definitely need to fix that. He's going and he's going thirty fifth right now, ADP, but. Top 15 yeah. running backs. I mean, you got your really quick Saquons, Zeke, McCaffrey, Kamara, Todd Gurley, Mixon, Gordon. My dog is in the background. I apologize. Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, uh, David Johnson, James Conner, Le'Veon Bell. So, so, like, Le'Veon Bell and Dynasty over Darius Geis. I don't know. I can't, I don't see that. Um, but then, like Aaron Jones. Yeah, I, and... I can't find the draft. I can't. It won't let me find it. But yeah, I think he's gonna hop over. He, he'll get in there. For okay. Sure, I think. Okay. The way people are hyping him up, yeah. yeah, I think so. I think so too. So, but uh, Trey Quinn. You asked about Trey Quinn. So, yeah, they're really hyping him up, and it's really early in the season. But they've had so much trouble with the wide receiver position for several years. 
it, in fact, don't be surprised. And this is kind of where it might fall off, but don't be surprised if they draft a wide receiver in the first round this year, like yeah. someone even like a DK Metcalf who was, you know, killed the combine. Um, there's this wide receiver draft, by the way, side note. I think this is going to be a really, really good one. I think we're looking at like, oh yeah, like the the year that what was the year that Odell came out? It was like Odell. Oh, I gotta find it. It was like 2014. Mike Evans. Yeah. Oh yeah. Draft. Wait, I, I want to get these. This names. could be one of those two. And I'm hearing the tight end. Just to yeah, yeah, yeah. Pivot while you're looking. Tight end is pretty deep too. So, anyways, going back to what I was saying. Um, yeah, Sammy Watkins, Mike Evans. Odell, Brandon Cooks, Calvin Benjamin, R.I.P. Yeah. Um, there's like some really good good names there, but anyways, um, yeah. So, and if they do draft a wide receiver in the first round, that can obviously take away from Trey Quinn. But they they drafted Josh Josh Doxson a couple of years ago has really has not panned out, injured all the time, just not great. They signed Paul Richardson last year to be like a co number one, just really did not work out. They had Jamison Crowder, who really was their number one, but he was hurt all year. Jordan Reed kind of keeps yeah. falling off as far as production. Um, yeah. So they're hyping up Trey Quinn as a valuable piece in that slot role that they really use a lot, um, especially for a guy like Alex Smith, who would have been the starter, but even someone like Case Keenum, just a really perfect like safety, security kind of security blanket right there for him all the time yeah anyway so the comparison that i made was jameson crowder a couple years ago he ended as a top 30 wide receiver that was his best year can someone like trey quinn replicate that which i don't know i think maybe it's possible it's possible um that's i mean it's a stretch though but it is. It's a stretch. It's a. I mean, he had a massive year last year with nine receptions <laughs> and seventy-five yards. <laughs> it's so hard. It's so like that's why I don't like making projections because it's so hard to predict what anyone's going right. to do. Like off such a small sample size and with the quarterback play and are they going to draft a quarterback? Is it Case Keenum? It's just so much goes into it. I don't. I, that's why I don't. I'm not a fan of projecting what someone can do. Yeah. I think he's going to be a great player. In that offense, I don't know what that means yeah. though. Like for fantasy purposes, I think he'll be effective for games scripts, like NFL wise, real mm-hmm. life. But it's hard for me to say what he can do in fantasy. Right? Yeah, um, maybe some other names that I could have talked about. Adrian Peterson is back with the team. Chris Thompson had a stellar year a couple of years ago before his injury. Um, do you i mean or what about does jordan reed play more than (laughs) so last year that's the thing it's so funny because jordan reed was they shut him down because the team really sucked last year um yeah they put him on injury reserve with this toe injury that he's had for like a couple years but i I assume that he would have played all 16 uh if they were like in contention but it's weird because last year he played 13 I think he would have played all 16, but he put, he was playing and not getting like any production. Like, so that's, yeah. Right. I don't know. Really weird. Um, do you like anything? Like, I guess guys is the guy, but do you like any of these guys on this team? Adrian Peterson. I'm going to be honest. I'm completely staying away. I don't even want guys. Honestly, yeah. 
Yeah, coming off a big injury. Because of the knee injury yeah. and then the there were all the complications with surgery. And people are showing videos like, look at him. He's like, he's working out. Right, right. I, I, yeah, he's jogging. He's like making some cuts and like, but he's not getting tackled. It's not actually happening mm-hmm. football wise. But I don't think I'm, I'm going to draft a Redskin Ugh, this so year. Sad. I, I kind of agree. I, I like guys. Um, curious who they who they end up in the draft because it could be someone like a AJ Brown or DK Metcalf. Yeah. But uh, man, it's so sad. But I think I agree with you. I I don't know that there's any person that I'm like I have to have this guy besides guys. No. And even that, like I'm not going to pay up to what it costs to get him redraft. And or people dynasty. will. So I don't know if that's get what I'm him. saying. Yeah. So I I just don't think it's worth anything. Uh, not anything yeah. worth the price that he's at. So wow, really great way to end it here. <laughs> Very depressing for you. <laughs> um, sorry, Corey. How about how about two truths in a life from you? All right, I'll just so for these teams. No, no, no. Like for you, like Corey. Oh, for Corey me. Brinkerhoff. Okay. Like, okay. Tell the audience about. Corey, my dog just walked in here. Ruby, go, 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 go. I can hear Ruby right now. <laughs> okay, go. Right, here we go. Two truths and a lie. Just make it up. I mean, don't make uh, it up. Buddy. Okay, I, my wife is gonna give birth in a, in two weeks. Whoa. <laughs> I have blonde hair. <laughs> and I am five eleven, two hundred and five pounds. Whoa. Snack, bro. Um, hmm, let me see. <laughs> uh, I've known you for like seven years now, it seems like, so I think I know. <laughs> but yeah, the audience gets to know you a little bit there. Corey is about to have his first child. Congratulations. Very happy for you. Yeah. And you are. You just had yours in October. Yes. Yes, they're going to be best buds. And you are 5'11 and 205. You are not yeah. blonde, right. is basically. I'm not okay. blonde. I'm bald. I'm actually brown hair bald, <laughs> but a nice baldy, you know, like a good yeah, like you can pull it off. <laughs> All right, what about you, real um, quick? So you spoiled one. I do. I just, I just had a daughter. Let's see. Uh, about a year ago, I had to have surgery on my left ring finger, and they had to use leeches to basically keep my finger alive or maybe that's a lie i don't know um second thing i am i am uh, puerto rican i'm an islander caribbean out of washington dc and uh number three uh let's see i'm currently in school right now Wait no, hold on. Those are all true. You son of a. Oh my! Let's let's find. Obviously, you know what the truths are now. <laughs> well, there goes that. <laughs> I have four dogs. Wow! All right, I'm gonna assume you don't have four <laughs> have dogs. I've seen your one dog. Well, one and a half. One of them is my mom's dog, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I had a crazy right. injury. Um. Ring of Vulture. Yeah, that's what it's called. If you want, if you're into gross things, Google it. You, you shouldn't. You really shouldn't. Don't Google it. 
It's so disgusting. Degloving. Is that what it is? Degloving your fingers? Yeah, it's like ring evolution slash degloving. Don't Google it because the ones on Google are like the worst ones. Like mine wasn't that. Yeah. Like it was bad. It was bad, but not like when you put like Google images, like the first one is probably like the worst thing. So don't. Right. But yeah, I had a really crazy injury and they did have to use leeches to kind of keep my finger alive. It was crazy. Gross. Yeah. And I am back in school and I am Puerto Rican. NBA. Okay. What's our time? 40. Okay. We're good. Plus the rant, 50 minutes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We got the rant. All right. We're good to go. (laughs) All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed this one. We'll talk to you soon.